from now until we get into heaven, we're going to fall short on a day in and doubt basis. We're going to need the blood of Jesus to cover us in the grace of Jesus to reconcile us back to him. This is the Uncomfortable Truth. Hello and welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth. We're glad to have you today. If you haven't yet, help us reach more people for Jesus. Hit those buttons, the like buttons, subscribe buttons, put a comment on a video or a podcast, uh, and uh, let the algorithm take over. We accept hater comments. Yeah. We, the, we accept them. The yeah. last podcast we talked about uh, kids and setting expectations and honoring thy father and thy mother, and... Um, I, one thing I wanted to say during the last episode was one of one of the hater comments was basically like these guys have a silver spoon in their mouth and have their whole life. Like right. you talk, we talked about your dad growing up and living in a house with a dirt floor. We didn't just talk about that because of a hater comment. That was real life. That was real life. And uh, by no means did we grow up in a house with a dirt floor. No. But we had a family of five in a house of 1,100 square feet. Um. You know, we um, by no means did we live. We didn't. I mean, we didn't even have a brick home. Uh, my dad worked his tail end off to make ends meet, and uh, we never went without shoes. Or, but, but by no means did we uh, live some just lavish Frivolous. lifestyle. Yeah, um, it, it just wasn't there. It didn't exist. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I would sit here and argue till I'm blue in the face that it's, uh, you know, all of the things that are my parents instilled in my brother and sister and myself is what has helped us to, you know, just to not struggle as much with a lot of the things that, most people really seem to struggle with in 2023. Mm -hmm. uh, what did your dad teach you growing up? He taught us how to work. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. I was hoping you say that. Yeah, he taught. He, taught he said us, if he, the bakers are going to do one thing, what are they going to do? He said. He said his his words are: we were never going to be the smartest. And we were never going to be the best looking, <laughs> but we were always going to outwork them. Yeah. That like I, every job interview, every time I've sat down with somebody that I'm talking to about work and maybe somebody that I'm hiring, maybe somebody that is hiring me, um, I tell them that. And, and it's, it's, it's the core, it's, it's the core of me. Like, and I believe it. Yeah. I believe it to my core. Um, and so I, he, he taught us how to work for the things that we desire in our lives and the things that are important in our lives. And he taught us that, uh, you know, as, as men, we are called to be the spiritual leaders of our home and we're called to provide for our families. Uh, my dad raised us. He didn't know that he was raising us with a kingdom man mindset. foundation yeah. and mindset, but he won a hundred thousand percent was. Yeah. And, and I mean that the kingdom man wasn't a term at that time, you know, uh, Tony Evans wrote the book kingdom man, 
um, you know, long after that. And, and, and now it's a thing. The impact that your dad had on your life, raising you like that was a forever impact. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to impact, uh, it's a generational, um, yeah. you know, impact that I'm going to make darn sure continues at least what, with what I have control over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, like you said last time, we don't have control over a lot, but we can control, you know, whether or not our kids decide if our kids are entitled, we can, we can control if we can ha- have some positive change to that. Yeah. You know, I would say, you know, uh, I, I think financial things are relative. Like you talk about, we've talked about like finances in the home growing up for our childhood. I didn't ever know if our, my parents really struggled or not. Um, I think early in their marriage, just like most marriages, we were broke as a joke and then they continued their careers and things uh, financially got a little bit easier mm-hmm. for us. But they never stopped teaching us how to work hard. Exactly. Like and what, what being a leader looks like. You know, I remember my dad getting up and getting in the word. You know, I remember those things. Um, I remember uh, my mom and dad both working extremely hard. Uh, it was not an option. Yeah. And we didn't have the option not to work hard either. They had to, I was not the kid that naturally would work hard. I didn't want to do it. I was a lazy kid. They beat it into me. Let's say beat. <laughs> That's like a boo-boo word now. But the, it got in there. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. You know, like, let's talk about, so I've been uh, over, the, so we moved, we moved into, uh, we sold our house back in March. We've been building a new house since July. Um, we've been in a rental property, very displaced, stuff all over the place, two or three rent storage units. Uh, our stuff's everywhere. We don't know where any of our stuff's at. <laughs> this you know? is so, this, we, I can see. Yeah. The, I got know how much that bothers you is why it tickles me so much. It kills me. <laughs> it kills me. We're about two-thirds, maybe three The Lord quarters. is stretching you, bro. He's stretching us. Um, you know, and, and I say all that to say I haven't, like, I work out. I have a home home gym, you know, that, that I work out. I, I am not that guy that can get up and go to a gym, drive 15 minutes to go to a gym to work out and get all sweaty and nasty and then drive home uh, or shower at the gym or whatever. And, I like, I, I like to work out at home. Uh, and I feel like that if I have the resources and the stuff to do it, and I won't do it there, or I'm not even willing to like do some basic like uh, stuff at the house, core stuff, push-ups, sit-ups, all that stuff. I, I don't feel like I'm going to be disciplined enough to go make that 30-minute round trip and do all that stuff at a gym. And I don't want to pay the $50 a month membership um, if I'm not going to do that because I've <laughs> gone down rabbit holes here. But anyhow, discipline uh over the last four or five months while I've been displaced, I haven't been consistently working out, gained a little weight, um, have just been living a 
not I have I've been using the excuse of I don't have everything where I need it. Uh, and so because I'm displaced, I'm just going to kind of live a displaced mindset too. Mm. And yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go and work out. Um, you know, I'm going to eat what's ever at the house. I'm not going to be disciplined in, which I have been for the last three or four years. I've been super disciplined with my weight. I lost 50 pounds. Um, and I've kept it off, but I've gained a few pounds. Yeah. Back. So all that to say, I'm trying to get back to a, uh, I, I want to lose about 10 pounds and I've been wanting to start losing about 10 pounds for about two months mm -hmm. and I haven't made any progress and it's like, okay, let's be real. Why aren't you making progress? This is a real, I love this. We're getting into the real questions. That's right. Why, yeah. why aren't you making any progress you, here? You, something bothers you. Something, that's right. It's something to get in your goat and it, like, I feel you. I look in the mirror and I'm like, man, dude, you're not, like, you're not in the shape you used to be. It'd be nice to, to get there and it bothers me. It bothers me. But, but are you willing to do anything about yeah. it? Well, so why not? Why, maybe. Yeah. Where are you at on that? I am at the point where, first of all, this is, this is difficult. It's difficult to lose weight. Right. Yeah, it's and it's also it's also diff. It, well, yeah, because to lose weight, really, it, it's your eating habits. That's right. But and then working out too. But what what the, the mindset? So everybody, you could argue, you could make an argument that everybody wants to be healthier. Everybody wants to look better. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you could argue that most people want to lose a little bit of weight. Yeah. Maybe or, not or, or, or tone or, or, up. Or tone up or something yeah. like that. Maybe. So so all of those things are imaginary. None of those things are are th that you you imagine you're imagining what life would be like if you changed your lifestyle in some form or fashion and those things actually came to reality. They're yep, they're a they're a future goal. But what's real? Yeah. What what is what is not imaginary? At eight o'clock when you're sitting on the couch and you ate dinner two hours ago and you really want that bowl of ice cream and you had that hunger pain Ooh, in your stomach. Blue bill. Guess what? That's not imaginary. No. That's a real feeling that yeah. your body feels. And it is a lot easier to succumb to that real feeling that you're feeling and for that to overpower the imaginary thought of what might be if yeah. I were to not eat that ice cream. Okay. We're getting in some psychology. Here. That's right. That's right. And so that's, people are always like, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard? Cause it's real. You're it's real. hungry. You're hungry. You're having to be and it disciplined. Really good. And it does. Oh, oh man, it's good. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. And this, and I'm putting this in my mouth and it's so good. And that looks good. Yeah. But I can't taste it. That's right. <laughs> and if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that looks good. I can't taste it, and it's hard work to do it. It's a hard thing to commit mindset-wise to accomplishing that goal because it's not to accomplish that goal is three months of eating right, four, five, six months. It's a lifestyle. And then you start to accomplish the goal to, to get uh, – 
to satisfy that hankering for some ice cream is immediate. That's right. And then let's say you even get started on that path and you're going and you're working out every day and you get to thinking, I'm working out every day now. I can eat this ice cream now mm-hmm. or I don't have to watch these calories now and because I'm working out every day. And what happens? Your you, progress yeah. pretty much halts. Yeah, you eat ice cream the next night. That's right. And the next night. That temptation, once you succumb to it, is it easier to do it the next day? Much easier. So much easier. Why? Because our minds are set on easy mode. Yeah, our minds are set on comfortable. Be yes. comfortable. Be easy. Do do what makes you feel good. Do what tastes good. Eat what tastes good. Go have a lot of fun. Spend all your money. Like all those things are just wired into our brain naturally. So let's let's uh, let's see what the Bible has to say about it. I got a verse. Do you? Yeah, I do too. You go ahead. All right, Colossians three twenty three and twenty four. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and that the master you are serving is Christ. That's good. Well, how about that inheritance? That's really good. Spiritual. Discipline relates to life discipline and blessing. Mm -hmm. We're talking about spiritual disciplines at church and just uh, we've talked about, um, what are the ones we've talked about? We talked about fasting. Yep. Uh, We talked about uh, slowing down. Slowing down. Unhurriedness. Yep, that was Uh, last week. Just not being frantic um, is, Mm -hmm. is, is, is what we talked about. Uh, praying, we, yep. you know, praying is a spiritual discipline. Yep. Um, journaling, we've talked about, but yeah, just all those, all those disciplines that ultimately pull you into, uh, pull you closer to a relationship with God. Um, that's, Why does God want discipline in our life? I feel like talks, that, yeah, talks feel, a lot about discipline I, in the Bible. I feel like that God desires discipline in our lives because He knows that it will lead to a more fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. I feel like that He knows that it will lead to more peace and joy um, in our lives. And let's face it, what are we all after here? Um, you know, we're we're after having peace, having joy, being impactful. You know, we want to we want to be of value of value to the world, and while we're being valuable and impactful, we want to experience God's peace and joy. And I believe that the spiritual disciplines and being disciplined in our lives leads to more freedom. You know, Discipline creates freedom. Yeah, and and it truly does. If you've been disciplined. A buddy of mine, one of Brandon's good buddies, is a super cool dude. Uh, I really like this guy. But for the past two, two and a half years, has been training for uh, bodybuilding. Okay. And I think you could view that as, I think a lot of people view that as vain. But what I want to say is that for him it's not. It was a very conscious and calculated decision to have true discipline in his life. And the rewards for him have been pretty awesome. Like the dude is like super fit. Um, 
but he his disciplines go into for two years, like for real for two years. He has not enjoyed a his wife can cook. Yeah. He has not enjoyed one of those home cooked meals. Wow. Other than like the prepared stuff that that she's done for him, right? Which is like rice and chicken, yeah. grilled yeah. chicken. He's eating like four or five meals a day, small meals. Very, very, and we're you know even when we're sitting and uh, my sister in law's brother comes over and cooks some awesome barbecue. And everybody's munching that barbecue. He's got his bowl of rice, and he's eating, you know, his chicken and his bowl of rice. Like, wow, very, that, that's some discipline. Yeah, and and it's and it's correlated to other disciplines in his life to create like a. There's a freedom in him, mm-hmm. and you can you can feel it. You know, you go out to eat with him, and he's ordering, you know, whatever the healthiest thing on the menu is if he don't have a prep meal, and it's you know, salmon or, you know, whatever. But those things that, like you said, the Lord wants us to have discipline because it leads to so much more other discipline in our life if we have that kind of mindset. Which leads to a feeling of joy and freedom. It yeah. leads to a, uh, I'm not, I'm not controlled by this. This, mm. this, I'm controlled by a lot of things. Yeah. But, this can't control me. I'm not going to be, I can control what I put into my body. Mm-hmm. I can control the, if I, if I get up out of bed and go work out. Yeah. That's, that's something that I can control. Um, you know, I mean, like there's a lot of things that we can't control. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> and, and, and I think focusing on the things that we have some control over and then being disciplined in those things, mm-hmm. again, it leads to freedom. Um, that's a perfect verse, um, you know, to, to explain what God desires for our life. Yeah. And, and even the example of our inheritance as a reward, like that's not now. No, that is at a future date that we don't really know. That's right. That's right. So are all these hard work and discipline things that, that we can do every day of like, you know, I'm not going to put that into my body. I'm not going to allow my mind to think that way. Um, I'm going to shift that to gratefulness and gratitude. Those are disciplines. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get in the Word. I'm going to have a relationship with my Heavenly Father. Like One thing that people don't think about is whenever you, over, whenever you overcome a temptation, whenever you're tempted to do something, eat that ice cream. Look at, look at that girl walking down the street, um, you know, what, whatever you might be tempted by, puff your chest out, be prideful, you know, not back down from an argument when you know you're wrong. Yeah. You know, when, or when, when you know you're right. That's right. Even <laughs> if you know you're right. Yeah. Those, those temptations that we experience every single day of our lives, whenever we fight that and we combat that, it leads to freedom. It leads to more fulfillment in our lives, and and that's discipline. It's we're we're disciplining ourselves to fight that temptation. But whenever you succumb to it, it makes it so much easier to continue to do it tomorrow, mm-hmm. to do it the next day, to do it the next day. You, you look, it it it's it's like a disease. It's like an addiction. 
Yeah. All, all that temptation, you either succumb to it and it takes over your life or you fight it and you live a more fulfilling and, and, and enjoyable life. Yeah. It's like one or the other. Think about those things in your brain of like uh, their pathways, rivers. Is that uh, that river, every time water runs through, it gets deeper. And the deeper the pathway, the easier it is for that water to run through that river. And if we make the decision, we've talked a lot about ice cream. <laughs> Good thing it's early, like we're not going to go eat some ice cream exactly. right now. But if we eat ice cream every night after dinner for five days in a row, then that sixth day, it's almost not even a thought now. Just it's going like straight to the freezer. When I have dinner, I have ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be so funny if it weren't so true. I mean, we can relate yeah. it to when I pick this cell phone up, I get on Facebook or Twitter. When I pick it up, I get on TikTok. Now, if I do that 50 times, when I pick it up, you don't even think about it. I don't even think about it. And if I click on Facebook now, I can't even remember like what I really picked it up for. How many times have you ever picked up your phone and real and and just naturally like swap to the second screen or wherever the app is that you generally go to? Yeah. And you swapped and you don't even and you like you caught yourself in the moment. And I, like, what am I even doing? That's I've done it many times. I've picked. Like, I pick I'm up like, my phone and doing? just look at it, blank screen, and like, why did I? Pick, I had picked it up for a reason. <laughs> you know what I noticed the other day? What notifications have rewired my brain. Let me tell you why. And I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one out there. When I get a buzz or a buzz or whatever, or let's just say I think about like, oh hey, what time is my kid's game tonight? And you check the calendar. So. I open it up, and then before I even click the calendar, I see that I have five notifications. This is real. Right now, I have five notifications just for phone calls and text as we've been sitting here. And now my brain has been re rewired to click the notification. Instead of going to do what you originally picked the phone up. Because so. I've allowed it to do that. Yeah. So I just realized that the other day. It was like It's like this unconscious thing now that I just am clicking that text message. And now 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I need to uh, check the calendar. So yeah. Who texted me again? <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, it, 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 the, what it boils down to is if you're not able to put disciplines into your life, we're talking about disciplines. If you're not able, if you're unable to put disciplines into your life that give you some sense of structure and, it fulfillment it will take over your life and yep. you'll and you'll live chaotic anxious lives it's it's going you're going to be fearful of missing something of of, of you're going to be chaotic you're going to live in chaos you're not going to have any structure and ultimately small little disciplines here and there are going to help you to live a, a, a more structured, fulfilling, uh, enjoyable <laughs> life. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Thanks for joining us today. The question we'll leave you with is if you we aren't disciplined, who or what is running our life? Think about that. Remember, go kick the day in the face, Got it. and we'll catch you on the next one.